One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wanna see me do my dance in these thousand dollar pants? Don't disrespect me and my man's pants. Whole lot chops on your ass. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. Jansen. That is into center field. Here comes Kiermaier. Phillips has tied the game. Arose Arena coming around. Throw home. Now he stumbles. But the ball gets away. Tampa Bay wins it. Brett Phillips, game four, hero. Talk about a guy that could have his choice of all the ass in Tampa Bay and a dude that should not have to buy a beer for the next year and a half. Brett Phillips went legend. And not only did he get the game-winning hit to tie up the series with two outs, man on first and second, he hits it right on the nails. And not only is this guy a pro, he is a local pro. I mean, this guy could become a folk legend in the Tampa Bay area. And, and let's, let's talk about this a little bit. When did Tampa become the center of the universe when it comes to the sporting world? I, it, it's really, really hard to figure out. You know, a lot of people always are thinking, well, Tampa can't be a hockey town. They're in Florida. Well, guess what? Tampa is probably the biggest hockey town in the whole North America. Because I can't say just America because they got Canadian teams. But what I'm trying to say is that Tampa now, we're tied 2-2. I don't want to jinx it. But we could have a lightning Rays, Bucks, especially getting Antonio Brown now. But think about this, people. The reason why I say that it's such a big deal that what Brett Phillips did, I don't think you guys realize how hard the game of baseball is. It, it's, it is really, really hard. Think about this, that if you hit over 300 or anywhere in between 275 and 300 for a career average, guess what? you're going to be making and having a really, really good career in baseball. If you can drive in runs, hit a couple of home runs, hit the ball in play, sacrifice bunt, do this and do that. But we're talking about there's only a couple of people that have batted over 400 in the entire history of Major League Baseball. So you're saying 400 is the best that you can do? That's not even 50%. Think about that. And also, the other great thing about baseball, it is, it, it is the quintessential team sport. Because unlike basketball, because basketball, you can, all right, say the Chicago Bulls, you're down, who are you going to give the ball to? Michael Jordan. Jordan can take every single shot that he has to because he, he gets that. Now, when you're, when you're playing baseball, guess what? You don't get to do that. You get one bat. Then you got to wait your turn all the way around. So that means everybody on the team 
has to hit. Not unless you get not unless you get like a Barry Bonds type player that is just jacking it left and right. So so what I'm saying it it is a, a ultimate team sport and the Rays, the Rays are the poster child for that team sport mentality. Uh, there's this thing in baseball called small ball, and that is exactly what the Rays have played. Because just to be honest, they have no business being in the World Series with the stats when it comes to batting during this postseason. But no, they, they got hits in the right places. They would hit and run, steal bases, bunt, amazing defense, amazing pitching. And that's what it takes. And we're also talking about a team that has one of the lowest payrolls in baseball. This is great for the sport. Everybody was so mad that the Houston Astros didn't get their World Series uh, title ripped from them because they got caught cheating. And that's, that's not, they, they allegedly cheated. No, they, they definitely cheated. But then for a, a team like the Houston Astros to win it the previous year, and then you get a team of gritty, hard-playing, small-ball uh, players, and they end up winning the championship? Oh, my God, it, it is the best thing that could happen to baseball. Now, I know a lot of people are out there, well, the Dodgers, they've, they've been here three out of four World Series, but, well, guess what? They've been there three out of four. The Rays, small market. They don't even play in their, they don't even play the, in the town that, that they're supposed to, they're in St. Pete. So when, when are the people, if the Rays win a World Series, are all of these bandwagon fans going to come out of nowhere and start supporting the team? Guess what? I would tell most of those people to F off, I guess. No, 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 no. We need you. We will take the bandwagoners. We'll take them all day. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm still a Braves fan, but I, I will root for the Tampa Bay Rays because I've spent the last 10 years uh, over there. Been to plenty of the games. It's a great franchise. But Brett Phillips, I don't think you guys realize how difficult that is when you're not batting on a consistent basis when you're playing in game situations. A lot of people, whoa, he takes batting practice every day. Um, batting practice is not throwing 98-mile-an-hour gas and breaking balls and stuff. They're just throwing watermelon straight down the middle and see how far you could jack it. I gotta stop saying jacket, but I, I also have a child mind. But so, so there is a big difference. You got to be able to get in that rhythm. And for you to come in when you have not played all day and you're the last out, you are the only out standing in the way of the, the Dodgers going up 3 1. And Brett Phillips hits it right on the nails. Listen to the sound of the crack of the bat. Jansen. And that's the thing I like about this era of baseball with the COVID 19. I absolutely love the sound of the crack of the bat and not having the crowd, the audience, the fans there in the stands. Yes, I know the game is all about the fans, but to hear that bat and that ball hit, it's just an, it's, it's an amazing sound. And all my, if, if I'm listen, I played a lot of baseball in my life. I played college baseball, uh, even though it was junior college stuff. But guess what? That's the type of sound that turns me on. And I haven't even played baseball in over 20 years, but I absolutely love it. And I knew as soon as he hit that ball, I was like, yep, that's going to that's gonna hit the ground. And then for those errors, and a lot of people, listen, for the people out there who want to say, oh, the Rays locked up. That is the thing about baseball, people. 
That is the thing about baseball, people. You put the ball in the play. That's the thing about baseball, people. You put the ball in play. Just like from Bull Durham, Crash Davis, when he would say, the game is simple. You hit the ball, you catch the ball, you throw the ball. And that's the thing about it. When you put the ball in play, it puts pressure on the other team. And even though those were errors, and yes, the Rays still the Rays still would have tied the game up no matter what. So you get you you really can't deny that. But for for us to get that last run, that is on them. That is a part of the game. You are supposed to make less mistakes than the other team. I mean, think about this. What sport do they actually, when you look at the box score, where they give out how many team, how many times the other team effed up? <laughs> I mean, that it's crazy when you think about it, though. Like, they are actually keeping count of all the times you mess up. No other sport does that. So what I'm saying, Tampa Bay, is that Tampa is going to become, I, I, I hate that because it sounds douchey, but they call it um, Tidal Town. I, I forget. Like the other thing it really made, when uh, Tom Brady came, they called it Tampa Bay. I swear to God, these writers that write up headlines are the, they got to be dads. They got to be khaki wearing dads that are coming up with these headlines because some of them are absolutely horrendous. So what I'm saying is, Make sure you support the team. I know a lot of people can't be there, but you talking about it on social media, live tweeting, sporting event. That's also the other thing. I Since the Major League B- Baseball playoffs have been going on, I have been live tweeting some of the games I've been watching, and I always, without fail, every game, put my foot in my mouth. That's why these analysts don't get enough credit for what they do because they they could say something one minute and they could be com- they could be proven completely wrong the next. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. All right, welcome back, guys. I am on my way back from the gas station. I thought right now would be the perfect time to talk about my next topic. Yes, I did get pork rinds again. I've been, I have not been eating them every single day. I know they're not that great, but they're also not that bad for you. But there is a lot of fat, no carbs. So it's kind of like it's right in the middle. It's not good or bad for you because when the goodness cancel out the bad stuff and the bad stuff cancels out the good stuff, Anyways, back to what I want to get into, and and this is going to be very important for you guys to be able to either leave me a voicemail or an email. You can easily do that, tuttle at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voicemail, 407 
407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. I don't want you to think I'm one of those like, oh, if you go out on a couple of dates with somebody. I, I would rather, and, th- and this is just the way that I've always felt. I would rather a woman just tell me point blank. Because I, I'm, I'm also not one of those guys that, hey, if we're not having sex, I can't hang out with a woman. No, I have friends that are girls. But what I'm trying to say is I it makes things a lot easier for everybody that, you know, you just put it all out on the table there. Now, wouldn't it, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be easy? Wouldn't it be less stressful in the dating world if we knew what was going on? Like, we, we had these little signs over the top of our head that says what our intentions are like yeah i plan on having sex with this dude or i i plan on having a relationship with this person or i'm not interested this is going to be a strictly platonic thing i do not want that guy anywhere in me at all i don't want him outside of me so it would just make things a lot easier but you know like i've gone out on some dates and stuff as of late but it just seems like I'm the one that is always interested. And, and I, I don't want you guys to think I'm mad. No, I'm not. It just let me know. That's 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 what what kills me. It's because I don't like wasting my time anymore. I, I have a second lease on life. I've stopped drinking. I, I failed at suicide. I'm off all the psychotropic drugs. I'm working out now. I'm trying to better myself. And, and it took me to get to the age of 40 to be able to realize that I needed to make some changes in my life. Yes, it's a little bit late, but that's why I said I don't have time to play games. I don't have time to, you know, what are we doing here? Am I wasting my time? And that's just the way that I feel. Like I said, I'm not mad at all. It's just like, all right, come on. Like, why do I always have to be the one that reaches out or, or says hi and stuff? But also something I want to talk to you about. How how do how do you guys do it? And this is why I, I, I give out the voicemail and my email. How do you... Because the hardest thing about when you meet somebody on Tinder, it's not matching with somebody. It is that initial contact. Like, what do you say going into, like, a cold introduction? Like, because if you come up with something too over the top... They're all going to be like, yeah, this guy probably has this uniform and he just copies and pastes this and, and pits in certain names to fit whoever it is. Because you, you can't do that. If you, if you come in too prepared, I think it's going to look insincere, in my opinion. But I've said hi a couple of times, and, and i got to tell you, some of these ladies can be really, really bitchy. Like, I don't think women realize how difficult it is sometimes for guys to do that opening monologue, that opening introduction of, hey, do you go with a cheesy pickup line? Do you, are, are you kind of like, you know, pick on her a little bit, flirt? How do you do it? Because with Tinder, you don't, you don't get that, like, because there is a way when you're in a room with somebody and you get that feeling. I don't really believe in pheromones, but I'm gonna call it pheromones. You get that sexual, that chemistry that you're able to tell, is this person really, really into me or not? And there has been a lot of women that I've given that open in line where I just say, hey, such and such, I'm happy that we matched, would love to chat and get to learn more about you. 
And then one woman was the real see you next Tuesday. She she straight up was like, oh, that's the best you could do? And I'm like, um, excuse me. So let's not act like you're some prize catch as well either. We're all in the same uh, dating hell, which is Tinder. So let's not act like if you were such a great catch, you would not be on Tinder right now trolling for dick. Well, I, I, I shouldn't label people, you know, because there are women on there that, that are looking for relationships. I don't know. It, it's just frustrating, man. Because, you know, turning 40, well, I mean, well, I was around 35 when I got divorced. But when you're in those 20s, man, it's it's a lot easier. It is so much easier to meet women. It really is because they're, I mean, you guys are usually in the same wheelhouse. You, you run in those same circles, but now when you get a certain age, the women have more responsibilities. They're not just looking for a hookup. Now there, there are some that are looking for hookups, but on the other hand, most of them have responsibilities, especially the women. A lot of the women around my wheelhouse right now all have kids and that's, that's not a problem for me either at all. I'm just trying to say it's it, it it takes some getting used to. And you also got to understand, while I was on those psychotropic meds, I really wasn't particular, uh, not fond. I mean, I was fond, but I just wasn't, I did not have any willpower or or urges to go out on dates. Hell, I rarely masturbated when I was on all those psychotropic drugs. And when I got off them, goddamn, I was like a teenager. The first time, do you, I mean, as guys, guys, do you, do you remember, you remember that first time that you masturbated and, and you got that release, you orgasm, them, orgasm, it, it's, it's kind of scary at first. Cause you're like, oh man, I broke my dick. What the hell is going on here? But then you're like, holy crap. It felt so good. I got to do it again. And then once you once you get the hang of it, you're like you're 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 rubbing them out like you you're going for like five or six. You're setting uh, track speed records. So, but I I didn't have that interest for for quite a while, quite a while. But when I got off them, I was I was like that teenager that just learned how to masturbate to completion. And now like. The bad thing is, is like right before, <laughs> right after I get off all these meds, we get a goddamn pandemic. Kind of, kind of, uh, you know, hampers the whole dating scene right now during a pandemic. Can't really go out anywhere until recently. But it's just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just overthinking things. Maybe, maybe it'll happen when it happens. And if it doesn't, maybe I'm just destined for a life of cel- celibacy for the rest of my life. I, I'm just saying. And I don't want you to think I'm complaining. I'm fine with that. I really am. Right now, I'm concentrating on myself. <laughs> and I guess a part of that is, you know, dating and getting laid every once in a while. But, you know, I guess I guess it will come. But any advice, any help out there for somebody my age, around 40, I would like to hear from the ladies. I would like to hear the ladies' side of the story. And maybe you can tell me, like, what am I doing wrong? Is the dating sites the wrong place? Where am I supposed to go? I mean, listen, I I have no problem talking to people. You guys know that. I will go up and talk to anybody out there. 
I don't even, I, it could be the hottest goddamn chick in the whole bar, in the whole state. Could be Miss Universe, and I would have no problem going up and talking to her. Now, that's, maybe that's a bad, or a bad thing, because I, I go in like a bull in a china shop sometimes, and, and it just doesn't, doesn't work out. So email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Be back in just a few minutes. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back, guys. Last segment of the day, I want to hit on another baseball story. And I don't want you to think that I am absolutely judging this person because I'm not. I've had my bouts with addiction, mental health. I was an alcoholic. I just, I took every single thing that people would give me. And, and I'm not making excuses. A lot of people, they want to judge people with drug addiction or alcoholism as bad people. And, and you don't know the circumstances. You don't know what happened in their past. A lot of these people, they, they get on drugs and alcohol to self-medicate because they maybe went through some trauma or even childhood trauma. I know that I had childhood trauma growing up, and and I'm not making excuses. I own every mess up that I've ever had when it comes to addiction and mental health issues. But you also got to understand, not all drug addicts are bad people. A lot of people look at drug addicts as being lazy and they don't want to work. They want to live off the system. I don't think a lot of people realize what it's like to live with addiction. Do you think people love killing themselves, losing all personal relationships they have, lose their job, their career, their family, their houses, whatever it may be? But I and and I've never been a big fan of religion. I I think that's been made quite apparent. But Daryl Strawberry, Daryl Strawberry is now a pastor. He has a church. And, you know, the the one thing that I like about Daryl Strawberry is that he has owned up to his mistakes. I believe that everybody deserves a second, maybe even a third or a fourth chance. But the guy is open with his past. Unlike some of these other religious leaders, especially the people in the Catholic Church that cover up sexual abuse uh, against children, that's the lowest of the low. Those are scumbags. They are wanting to get your money and all the money that you're donating to the Catholic Church. That is all going to pay off and protect these priests and the higher ups in these organized religions all across the country. 
please don't don't think I'm just picking on the Catholic Church. All of these damn organized religions are not doing any good. You think Joel Osteen deserves some mega uh, uh, private airplane, $3,000 suits, fancy cars? Yeah. Do you know how much uh, good that could have done? How many people that could have fed? How many people that could have helped, you know, find work placement or a home? But Daryl Strawberry, man, this is, a, this is the type of church that I would go to. This guy is a partier back in the day. And hell, you know what? Instead of eating those wafer cookies and believing and drinking the blood of Christ and believing that you're going to be saved, could you imagine communion like a key bump? You go up to the uh, altar, Daryl Strawberry blesses you, pulls out a key, gives you a little bump of cocaine, and then, and then you get to chase it down with a beer or even some whiskey. Screw all that grape juice when it comes to the blood of Christ. Give me some hardcore Jack Daniels or some rum or something like that. If I was back in the day, hell yeah, sign me up. And what would only make that church even better is if Doc Gooden Another cocaine guy, another partier that's owned up to his mistakes. He seems like he's got his road. He's on the straight and arrow right now. So, yeah, sign me up for that church all day. Pastor Strawberry and Deacon Gooden. So we're coming down to the wire and I'll be glad when this election is over with. My God, if I if I get another text, these political texts are just as bad as getting these car warranty insurance calls. And I'm like, I haven't even owned a new car in my whole entire life. So I've never, ever owned a car that had a warranty on it. I've bought all my cars used. Hell, the last three cars I've had have been beat up, piece of crap, PT Cruisers. But I'll be glad when this is all done because it's really, really disgusting what our political system has become. It really has. I mean, listen, I know a lot of you guys all think that I'm a liberal. No, I'm not. I think both sides. I think all politicians are crooked. We have the illusion that we are a country ruled by the people for the people. And and that's not the case anymore, man. These politicians are beholden to all the lobbyists out there, the ones that help get them elected, to help them get in power. So they can make money. So I'm, it's just weird, man. And all this mudslinging back and forth. Um, like, for example, with Hunter Biden. Now, I look at this story a couple of different ways, okay? Now, if Joe Biden was, like, you know, cutting deals so his son could get millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine or whatever that European country or Asian country is, you know, that's bad. That's bad, but let, let's not act like this is the first uh, son or family member of a politician that was getting paid on the side, was making money off of deals because their dad or their family member was in power. It happens all the time. But you know that the other side is starting to get desperate when the only thing they have is the son of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. And let's let, let's. Let's not act like Joe Biden is a horrible father. Goddamn, Bo Biden was a, a, a war hero. The guy was a saint. Ended up dying young of cancer. And that's sad. No, no, no 
parent should have to bury their kids. So what? You got a you got one of your kids that's an F up. But there's one there's one in every single family. These politicians are just normal people. Not not really. But I mean, we all have that family member that we're embarrassed of. And now they're. There, the story that I'm reading now about Hunter Biden smoking crack and with a prostitute, you, you know what? Badass. I think Hunter needs to run for office because it's not like smoking crack and being with a prostitute is any worse than what these other politicians have been doing for years. Robbing the American people of their hard earned money. Might not even have Social Security by the time I get to retirement. So so let's not act like everybody's on the up and up. It's just that we have not found out all the dirt on everybody. If you dig deep enough, you're going to find dirt on everybody. But goddamn, I, back in the day, I would have partied with Hunter. The dude was in Russia, Ukraine, smoking crack and banging hookers. Do you, do you understand that? I mean, that's a pretty good life. And let's not act like... If your dad was in that type of power and and you thought you could get away with it and you were going to make millions off of doing absolutely nothing and you get to do drugs and bang hookers. Oh, don't act like you would not do that in a heartbeat. So I think we need to stop stop paying attention to Hunter. Hunter's an F up. Hunter is just that black sheep of the family and every family has one. All right, in closing, kind of coming around full circle, earlier I was talking about all the problems that I've been having dating. How much easier it would be if women just let you know what's going on. If you want to be friends, we can be friends. But if you want more than that, just let us know. Because, listen, when it all comes down to it, the women have most of the power. Now, a lot of people want to think, well, you know, men, they, they've had more rights than women in a really, really long time. But when it all comes down to it, the women have everything on lockdown. They, they really do. Because, guys, you don't want to catch a charge on a rape case or anything. You don't want to sexually assault anybody. God, this sounds weird, me even saying this. But, but what I'm saying, though, is, like, guys want to have sex all the time. Guys want to bang. That's just what it's it's not that we're bad people. It is just ingrained into our DNA. See, a lot of a lot of people forget that we are nothing but evolved animals. Our brains became more evolved. We went by this standard. You know, there's only a few animal species out there that are monogamous. You know, like sandhill cranes, sandhill cranes. I've talked about the sandhill cranes here. They are always coupled up. I think penguins mate for life as well, too. I think the dodo birds used to, but they're now extinct. A lot of birds. I, I just realized that. Birds are very monogamous when it comes to partnering up. But we are still just animals, and it's ingrained in the male DNA to spread our seed, to have sex and procreate as much as we can. But back to what I was saying is that women, if they were just more straightforward, told us up front, you know, it doesn't have to be right away. Maybe after a couple of dates, because the woman is going to decide, oh, is, is this a guy I, I want to have a, you know, sexual relationship with that I want to date to be a couple with? Because for the most part, the women do have 
all of that power. They make the decision because back to what I was saying, guys just want to F. They want to procreate. So they're down to have sex at any moment. And it's, it, it, it all comes down to the woman, the, a woman wanting to have sex or not have sex. But things would be so much easier if women, like this African-American woman from New York, if they were just as straightforward as this woman is. And you know what? I, I've been with one black woman in my life, and, and it was great. Some of the best sex I ever had, some of the best relationship, one of the best relationships I've ever had. She was great. And, and it was awesome. But you know what? There was, it was probably a little bit of a different experience for me. Because she was adopted. She had white parents. So it, it, it made things a little bit more easier for me because I didn't I didn't have to, you know, like integrate. That, that's such a bad word. But you know what I mean? I didn't have to meet her family. That was from a different culture. Yes, we're all human beings, but it is a different way of living, in my opinion. Different cultures. There's differences. That's that's what makes us great as a human race. But like I said, things would be much easier if women took this approach when it came to meeting men. Yo, Kitty, what the fuck? Come here. Wait, come here, come here, come here. Yeah, come here, come here. Yeah, come here. See, this, this is exactly what I need, okay? This woman is a straight-up predator you know, roaming the Serengeti plains and like this dude is just an innocent gazelle just grazing on the grassland and this woman just pounces on him. God, I want to be a gazelle. Let me be a gazelle and let some woman like this just pounce on me and have her way with me. I am down for that. It would make things so much easier. My God, how much easier would things be for us as men? This woman plays by the man's handbook. She doesn't give a damn about any girlfriends. She doesn't give a damn about any kids. She's not looking for a relationship. She's just looking for a dicking. That's what she needs. I need a good dick down. What are you talking about? I'm trying to holler at you for real, for real. Like, so shut. I'm not playing. You see my body? You wildin'. Pull out your fucking phone. I mean, if you were not watching this video and you heard that one part, you would think that this was a straight up carjacking. Like this woman was about to pull out the strap just to get this dude's phone number. Come on, come on, come on. Now you come on. All right. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> See, now that's the sad thing about the internet nowadays. Everybody craves, everybody wants to be TikTok famous, Twitter famous. They want something in their life to be able to go viral. So you, you really can't believe anything that you hear or see on the internet nowadays. This most likely was set up. I would like to believe that it is real. But with the way things are going now on the internet, nothing is ever real. Everything is always set up. But the thing is, is a lot of these people are not great actors. So it's easy to kind of spot things. But now that I'm thinking about it, from this camera angle, who was the person that was randomly filming this? 
Because it wasn't the guy that the woman was trying to get his phone number was hitting on. And it wasn't anybody in her car because in this video, she's hollering at the dude from a car. Now, yeah, this is most likely set up, but but it still proves my point a little bit. And you know what? A a lot of guys may, you know, a lot of women have always said, oh, it's demeaning the way, you know, men catcall us and stuff or or now as as a man, I I would like to hear from you guys. Uh, Does it make you feel weird or does it make you feel good? Because that that's the thing about it. Because if guys get catcalled, if guys get, you know, hollered at by a, a bunch of broads on the side of the road. Like if there were women construction workers and guys were just walking down the road and women would be like, hell yeah. Can I get a little jam on that jelly roll? Can I get some fries with that shake? Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think guys would really mind that. I, I actually think guys, once again, back to our DNA and how it's ingrained in us because we're nothing but animals. We like to have our egos pumped up. I think guys, I think guys would get off on it if the shoe was on the other foot. I don't know. I, I probably lost a lot of female listeners today, and I apologize. Maybe, I, maybe it's just my sexual frustration right now. My dating life is non-existent. It's getting pretty goddamn desperate. But I'm going to deal with it. I'm doing quite well right now. I'm grateful for everything I have. So I'm going to just roll with that. If something happens, happens. I'll just keep jacking it in the bathrooms at the Hobo Fish Camp. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Hope you guys are having a great weekend and being safe. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover service is brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?